You're listening to the Higher Ideas Podcast, where ideas grow. Connect on higherideas.net. Now here's your host, I. Hello, fellow human, and welcome back to the Higher Ideas Podcast. Today's episode is really special to me because I'm initiating here a little series on the Higher Ideas Podcast, um, and I've been meaning to start this since January. This is actually my New Year's resolution that I'm actually finally getting to start, but I haven't not been trying. I have been constantly trying to start this all year so far, but it's been a rough start to the year. Things have gotten in the way, and I guess it just wasn't time, but I think it's time now. So fellow human, let me invite you here. Let me welcome you to take the first step on the path of personal power. I want to make you more powerful because I appreciate you, because you've been listening to this podcast, I've been talking about myself a lot, yes, always sharing lessons, right? But what I've always wanted out of this podcast is to move people, is to inspire people to change, to become better, to think harder. And really, when you boil all of that down, what I've been trying to do is give you power. But I haven't been very direct about it. Now we're getting direct. I want fellow human I want you to become more powerful. Whatever it is that you truly are, I want you to become more powerful at it. I want you to become a more powerful force in your life, in the world around you. I want to make you strong. So, let's begin, shall we? What I am going to do in this series is share with you my entire tool bag that I have used throughout my life to become a more powerful person myself. Now, I don't know if this projects through the podcast, through my voice, through the things I speak about, through the experiences I share, through the courageous things I've done, right? I don't know if you can tell just by listening to me, but I can tell you that anyone that's ever been physically around me has been very impressed, has walked away with the sense of, Jesus, there is, there is a strong human, right? There is a force in that guy. I have always been a powerful person, of course, becoming more powerful all the time, especially as I work with plant medicines here in the jungle with ayahuasca. I've been, you know, honing my character even more and really came to realize that my entire life I've been a powerful person. And without knowing it, I've always been gathering tools of personal power. That's what's attracted my attention and I've enjoyed using them to make myself better, right? And I want that for you too. I want to share with you these tools that I I now see clearly have been monumentally important in granting me more personal power. And I share them with you, as I said, because I want you to be more powerful. I see a tremendous lack of personal power in the general population, and it's responsible for all kinds of problems this world is having. If you're looking to improve weaknesses, get healthy, right, lose weight, or you know, put on muscle, anything that requires a long commitment of continued effort, if you want to beat addictions or improve on bad habits, learn any discipline or skill that takes, again, a long time of continued focused effort, right? if you want to accomplish any goal, basically, If you're bleeding out your personal power, you're likely to fail. You're handicapped. A lot of times people are failing in these efforts and they don't know why, right? Why am I so weak? Why am I giving up? Why can't I follow through? It's because you're leaking personal power. 
And I see it all the time in the people that come to our center, uh, ayahuasca center, to work with these medicinal plants and heal themselves and improve themselves. I see it all the time. It's one of the most common dynamics that people, without realizing, um, are working on with us, is discovering, improving, increasing their personal power over the situations that have them defeated, that are bleeding them dry. And then you go beyond the individual level and multiply that. Imagine a whole population of people with this deficiency. What do you get? Uh, you know, apathetic populations letting their governments run amok and ruin this planet and do all sorts of policies that are terrible for the future, right? Why is there not more resistance? Because there's a tremendous lack of individuals with personal power who will stand up and say, hey, that's enough. You can't do that because I say so, because I am powerful. And my voice is important here, right? It takes a powerful person to be something like a protester. Neutral people, apathetic people tend to look at them like losers or something. But look at them, they're doing something. What the hell are you doing, right? You weak, asleep person. Wake up! So that's what this is going to be about, fellow human. I'm going to be sharing with you principles, concepts, techniques, right? Any random amount of things. There'll be long episodes, there'll be short episodes. But all of them will be an attempt to give you another tool. Here, take this. Use it. Put it in your bag and keep it with you through life. A gift. An immaterial gift. I want to give you all of my tools. But as I was saying, we need to make a deal here. I want you to promise me that you will use these tools only for good. Because the thing about personal power is, you can use it for evil, you can use it for selfish gain, you can use it to be a negative force in this world. Now, I'm a healer. People who listen to this podcast know this. So please promise me, fellow human, let's make an agreement here. If you are going to continue following this series with me, Please do it with intention of becoming a better force, whether it be just in your own life or in the greater world around you. Use this power I will share with you for good to make this place a better place and to heal, be it yourself, be it your family, be it your workplace, whatever. When you become more powerful, you start to affect things. So before we begin right here, let's just give some attention to the fact that we should be using this to make this world better, not worse. In this first episode, we'll keep it simple. Of course, let's start slow here before we get into the big, deep concepts. So first, let's define what exactly personal power is, just in a nutshell, real quick. We're going to be looking at it more and more as we get into these episodes, more angles of what makes a powerful person, right? But if I can put in a really simple nutshell, what makes a powerful person? Well, here's my definition. A powerful person is a person who can move towards a goal, an intention, right? Take action within themselves, within their world, with a tremendous amount of force. And not only that, not only can they move with power, but also this person is not easily moved by others. Be it their own fears, their own ideas of what their limits are, or other people with power trying to stop them. Right? So a personally powerful person has an extreme amount of control over their position in reality. If they don't want to move, they can't be moved. If they want to go over there, they're going over there. 
And if something gets in their way, they can move it out of the way, or go around it, or not be threatened by it, not be bullied by it, right? That is a powerful person. It's a person who gets things done. And the more personal power a person can cultivate within themselves, the more unstoppable a force they become. So, of course, there are legends of personal power in human history, right? Look at Gandhi, right? Changed a country just by his force of will, just by his dedication. There's uh, Martin Luther King, right? Same thing there. He, he changed everything for black people just by saying, God damn it, I'm going to use my voice to say the truth. He had cultivated a whole bunch of personal power there before he got to accomplish those goals. You don't get to accomplish that kind of great historical goal by being a weakling, by being a pushover, right? These were people that had cultivated through their spiritual practice in these two particular cases a tremendous amount of, of self-solidity, unstoppability, fearlessness, right? That allowed them to create these huge reactions in the world. Now imagine just getting a slice of that in your own life. Not necessarily aiming to change the world, as some people may choose to do, but just changing your life, healing illness in your life, improving your life situation, right? How many people out there are getting stopped by a lack of personal power because someone else has more power over them and they, they just submit to this person, right? Or uh, they have a fear that controls them and that stops them from reaching that goal. Right? They, they, they submit to the fear. Submission is the opposite of personal power. So working on this consciously, increasing your personal power, this is the value it brings. When you want to move, when you want to accomplish something, the more personal power you cultivate within yourself by cleaning yourself up, by following these, these concepts and practices I'm going to be sharing in this series, the more of these tools you build up, the more unstoppable you become. So, sounds good, right? Doesn't everybody want some more power? Wouldn't you like some more personal power? Yes, of course, wouldn't you? Well, here we are at lesson one. No, you don't. Most people think they would like to be more powerful. But the second you start trying to make them more powerful, they get scared. Because as you grow in personal power, gather more force within yourself, you start to realize something there's responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. That famous line from Spider-Man, it's very true. It's a really true saying. The fact is, fellow human, increasing your power increases your responsibility, increases the risk you bring in your life, because as you increase in power, people around you start to feel it, and challengers will appear. And the greater your power becomes, the more challengers you have to face. And when challengers appear, you have to fight them. Yeah? You have to defeat them. You have to dominate them. So that's work. That's work that appears in your life. So being a weakling, being a small little invisible thing, is easy. Right? It's comfortable. I don't have to do anything. No one pays attention to me. Right? There's no risk here. I'm safe. Maybe you're safe. But you're also weak. And if you're trying to accomplish things in your life and you feel yourself always defeated and blocked, there is the price of that, right? The price of not having the balls to take your power and to face the consequences of having that power, right? The price of that is you have no authority. When you want to make moves in your life, you are easily stopped, easily thwarted, easily defeated. And that's the price. So you have to ask yourself, do I just want to be a neutral force in this world, in this life, 
and have it easy, be lazy? Or do I want to face the difficult work of becoming powerful and face all of the challenges and face all of the responsibilities that will come from having that in my hands, from owning that power? And really, it's a one-way street. Once you own it, once you get your mind around some of these concepts, there's no turning back. You can't really forget them again. So it's kind of like a Pandora's box, um, increasing your personal power. But there it is, the first lesson to think about, fellow human. Most people have a fantasy, of course they'd like to be more powerful. But when the opportunity comes along, they get scared and they back off because they realize the feeling of having that power is, oh crap, risk, oh crap, work, oh crap, responsibility. I'll give you an example of responsibility, right? A person who's living in denial about something terrible about themselves, right? They're surrendering completely to this flaw. But it's easy then to live because they can just be creating damage all around themselves, completely ignorant of their responsibility, right? And say they're just a really cruel person or just a really insecure person that attacks everybody out of insecurity, right? Or, or just something, right? There's all kinds of people out there carrying all kinds of uh, character flaws that, that affect others around them in a negative way and make them look like a jerk and a dick, right? But no one can get through to them about it. If you're in denial about having this kind of flaw, well, it's comfortable. You can just blame everybody else for being a dick to you. Why is everybody always misunderstanding me? Why is everybody always fighting with me? Why is everyone always taking everything I say the wrong way? Right? The load is on everybody else, not you. There's nothing to change here. Right? No work for me. I'm the victim. Everyone's hurting me. Why? Fuck everyone. Right? You double down on the way you are. But the powerful thing to do is to realize what is wrong with you. What you're doing is to take the responsibility, right? And face yourself truly, at which point you gain power over this weakness of yours, and you're able to then manage it and control it and stop projecting this negativity out into the world, at which point the world will treat you better and everything will improve, right? But the heavy load of that is A, to see your own flaw and accept what a dick you are, right? And B, to then know that you have to live, moving forward, always aware that you have this flaw and always staying on top of it and making sure it doesn't get the best of you, right? So that's a lot of mental work. You get used to it, of course. The more you do this kind of practice, the more it becomes automatic. Okay, I got to tweak this, right? You, you remember it for a while, and then it just becomes habit. And you don't have to work anymore. But you had to go through that exercise of consciously controlling yourself. Controlling yourself is a discipline. It's an effort. It's a, it's a, it's a mental tax that people would rather not do. But you see there in that example how that cuts you. That comes back. That comes back to harm you, to limit you, people not liking you, people not wanting to help you when you need a favor, right? Working against you, trying to spite you and cut you down. And you wondering, oh, why is that happening? Oh. Well, it's because you didn't take responsibility for your flaw. And it's running amok in your life, making everybody want to work against you. If you can get a hold of that real personal power, get on top of that, manage it, control it, see it, then your world will be cooperating with you. Because you will be a better force in your life. Because you're in control of your shit. You got a hold on your shit, you know? That is the dance of personal power. That's just a small example. But you can see there what I mean. Most people would like to be more powerful, but they don't really want to. Because it's work. 
because it's uncomfortable, because it's risky, because it hurts sometimes. But the rewards, fellow human, are great. As you clean yourself up, as you increase your personal power, you find yourself able to do things in your life and your world and move things in a way that you never were able to. So I welcome you to this path. Now let's look at another simple concept that is super important to this entire endeavor here, this entire path. This is something I call the three ways of being. And this is going to be an example of the kinds of concepts I'll be sharing with you here, these tools to remember, to keep with you in life, to apply everywhere until they become second nature. So the three ways of being, fellow human. Now here we are, all of us beings, living in this world of forces, right? All around us, there are things working against us. There's all kinds of dynamics happening out here in the world. Interactions with other people, interactions with your own demons, interactions with obstacles and challenges in life, right? There's all kinds of dynamics going on out there. And in finding yourself with any of these interactions, with any of these dynamics in existence, there are three ways of being. And just like pretty much everything in this dimension, in this universe, there are two extreme opposites, and then there's a middle ground. And it's no different when it comes to reacting to any force that comes into your sphere. You can ignore, you can tolerate, or you can take action, right? So what we're looking at here in this triad, in these two opposites in this middle ground, is basically surrender, neutrality, and action. So let's say a person is facing an addiction, such as one that I've dealt with recently, tobacco, right? Cigarettes. You can ignore the problem, in which case nothing's going to get better. In fact, things are going to get worse. You can tolerate the problem, as in see it, know that it's there, know why it's wrong, right? All of that stuff, and know what you're doing to yourself every time you smoke but keep smoking, right? Do nothing to change it. Just keep going. Observing it, knowing what's wrong with it and that you really shouldn't, right? That's neutrality. And then there's taking action, right? Which is the powerful position, which is quit smoking. Just fucking stop. And this is the dance of every power dynamic you will encounter in life. Be it a, an unhealthy relationship Right? You can ignore that relationship is unhealthy and stay in it because of comfort. Again, this power dynamic, you don't want the power. You'd rather have the comfort right? and sit there and let it be. So ignore it. Even refuse to face it. Even lie to yourself right? so you don't even have to see it. You're trying not to see what the problem is. That is ignoring. Or you can be in neutrality, which is tolerance, right? Well, you know, this relationship is messed up, but what am I going to do? I don't really want to bother breaking up. Oh, I don't want to hurt them, blah, 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 right? And it just coasts that way. So both of these are useless for making any moves in life, right? Both surrender and neutrality. The only difference between surrender and neutrality is the denial factor. Usually in the surrender position, you have to deny to live with yourself because you feel so weak, so powerless, right? You, you can't even look at it. It's like you're running away from it, even mentally, right? Surrender is running away. It's, it's turning away. And then neutrality is facing it at least, looking at it, but not having the courage yet to do anything about it. So that would be sitting in the relationship and knowing, yeah, this is bad. Oh, man, look how ugly this is. We really should change something. But not saying a word and not changing a thing. And then, of course, action. 
which would be, let's fix this. Let's talk about this. Let's bring it to the surface. Let's do something. If we can't fix this, I got to go. This is over, right? This is bad for both of us. It's going to hurt. Whatever. We got to end this. And that's action. So these are the three ways you can be facing any kind of dynamic you face out there. These are the three ways of being. And it applies everywhere in life. So this is one of the first important steps. And the lesson here is personal power exists only in one of these states. A personally powerful person, when they see a problem, they do not ignore it and they do not tolerate it. If they see it and it's there, they take action to make it better or to get out of that situation. So in the discipline of personal power, one of the first things you have to resolve to do is to always remember these three states of being and check on yourself. Which way am I reacting to this right now? And as much as possible, every time you can, take the third option. Action. Because definitely nothing gets fixed in denial, which is the first, surrender, right? Avoidance, fear, cowardice, running away, turning away, ignoring. And you can stand in neutrality for a while as you're analyzing what to do, right? Wow, I see there's a problem. I'm not taking an action yet but you can at least use that state as a thinking position, right? What do we do? What is the solution? But never slip back into denial. What you have to do when you're in the position of neutrality is then to find an action. What do we do? And do it. Get into that position as much as possible. Do it. Take action. Be strong. And you'll find that usually the transition from neutrality to action usually takes courage. It's a leap of courage either in facing discomfort or in facing the risk of what will happen when I take this action, right? Actions have reactions. And that's one of the reasons people tend to stay out of the action state, because they're afraid of things springing back on them. But you have to get used to being in this state and taking those risks, because that is the fact of power. If you cannot face a risk, if you can't accept and face the repercussions and risks of the actions you choose to take, then you have no power. You will constantly be in a state of neutrality or surrender. Now, one more important thing to note about these three stages of being is that at the two extremes, you're expending energy. It takes energy to take action, it takes sacrifice, it takes work to take action and fix a situation. But at the same time, it takes energy to ignore it too. Lying to yourself, ignoring a problem, trying to bury something, that's not free. That's a mental tax. That's work that you have to maintain. A lie has to be maintained more than the truth, right? So while the action uh, step might be daunting and might be repulsive because there's an investment there and it feels easier to be in ignorance, to be in denial, the truth is no, denial will actually make things worse, as we discussed, but also bleed you, slowly bleed you dry. As long as you're in denial and covering something up and working to ignore something, you are putting energy into that, and it is something that's draining you, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's just a little thing you're in denial about, right? The bigger the thing, the more work it takes to bury it and keep it buried. But don't be fooled in the comfortable idea that denying something somehow saves you work and saves you energy. 
I just don't have the energy to deal with it, so I'm going to bury it. No, no, no. The reason you don't have energy is because you have been burying it, and that is costing you daily. As long as it's not fixed, it's there. And you know it, even if you don't think you know it, right? And neutrality, of course, being the middle ground, is actually a zero-energy state. doesn't cost that much to see things for what they are and do nothing. So a lot of people get stuck in that state because of that sort of comfort there. I'm not expending energy, denying it, or taking action. I can just coast here neutrally forever, right? So that also can be a tempting, comfortable state to be in. But then, of course, you have the tax of the issue not getting fixed because you're not doing anything, right? So really, the more you think about it, in this whole dynamic, the best place to constantly be is a state of action. Because yes, you're going to expend energy, but you're going to do something, and odds are you're going to fix the situation. If you spent the neutral state really thinking this through and coming up with the right solution, when you enact that solution, it'll take some energy, but then it's off your back. It's out of your way, and you're not bleeding anymore, and there's nothing gnawing at you anymore, right? So this is the benefit of being in the action state, and this is one of the big reasons why you should always strive to get into that state as soon as possible. No matter how difficult it seems, getting it over with is better than dragging it through life. Because every one of these situations you carry is draining your personal power, and when you're bleeding personal power out in one department, every other place in life you're trying to apply power, you're weaker. So remember these three states, fellow human. Whatever you choose to call them, they can have many names, right? So the first one being surrender, denial, fear, ignorance, right? Avoidance or neutrality. Just I see the problem, but I don't want to do anything about it. I'm not ready yet to do anything about it. I don't know what to do about it, right? This is the decision-making state. And then action, which is, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something about this. And that is the state of courage. That's the only one out of the three that has courage. And as we talk more about personal power, fellow human, you'll see how they just come hand in hand. Power does not come without courage. Because everywhere you can exercise power, everywhere you have to apply power in your life, the enemy standing there is fear. But we'll talk about that later. That's something for another episode. So just a simple dynamic there. Please keep it in your bag, keep it in your back pocket, keep it in your head, and check on yourself in all these dynamics in life, at work, in relationships, you know, in every daily little situation that uh, you find yourself in. Keep checking in on yourself. What state am I in, in this dynamic, in this situation? Am I in a state of denial, of ignorance, turning away? Or am I in a state of neutrally seeing things for what they are, but not doing anything about it, not opening my mouth, not making any moves. Or am I doing? Am I acting? That is the state of power. Get into that state as much as you can in small and big ways. Start getting used to it. Practice, practice, practice. And do not forget this dynamic. Keep checking in on yourself because knowing yourself, always having a read on yourself is part of the path of personal power. You are going to have to know yourself so well Always being aware of where you are, how you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, right? This is all part of being stable. And that stability, as I described earlier, being that aware of yourself and having that much of a grip and conscious control on yourself is what allows you then to move yourself in any way you want with much more power. Because then you are aware of your dynamics as you move. 
and you can keep things stable as you move. But again, these are things we'll get to later. So there it is, fellow human, the first little lesson to get you thinking about personal power. Please do keep it with you. Please do use it. And hey, if this leads to any interesting shifts in your life, please write in and let me know. I want to know, fellow human, please let's do this together. I'm giving you these gifts. I want you to become more powerful. Please let me know if it's helping. It'll make me so happy. You know, more than anything with this podcast, I want to know that I'm having an impact and that I'm changing people's worlds in a positive way. So do let me know if this helps. Now, before I wrap this up, one third little thing. One more little piece of homework that I'd like to leave you with. I want you, fellow human, to find yourself an object that you can wear. Be it a ring, be it a necklace, be it an earring, a bracelet, right? Whatever. Some piece, some item that you can wear every day. And I want you to choose this item very carefully because I want you to choose this item knowing that it will be a wearable reminder that you are now on the path of personal power. And I want you to wear it as a reminder, for example, of this little dynamic I just shared with you. So every time you see it, every time you put it on, it's reminding you, I am on this path and I have to remember these principles and apply them. This is an effort. This is a long journey that we're embarking on. So get yourself something that will be a daily reminder that you are on this path so you don't slip into forgetting. This object has to represent your effort, your commitment to becoming more powerful. And every time you look at it, every time you put it on, you have to remind yourself, I am working on my personal power. Now this might sound like a silly little thing to do, but that's how my path began when I really started the path of personal power, which is when I started this podcast, fellow humans. I got myself a little bracelet, and I told myself this represents the journey I'm embarking on. And that bracelet turned into a necklace that I still wear to this day. And I added a ring last year to represent my shamanic path. But I saw in this little exercise, in this little thing that you can do for yourself, I saw how important it was to keep it as a reminder. Keep going, man. You're on this path. Remember? Remember when you started. Remember how far you've come. This thing has been with me on this journey and has become loaded with power. It is a symbol of power for me. And whenever you need a break, whenever it's too much or you're feeling like a failure and you're not feeling worthy of that thing, take it off. Don't wear it, but leave it somewhere where you can see it. Hang it right in front of your computer so you're staring at it every day or leave it on your doorknob, right? So you can never forget it, never put it away. Leave it where you can see it so it's always calling to you. So if on this path of personal power, you ever need a break, you ever need a breather, you're not feeling like it's going well, you're feeling like a failure, fine, too much pressure, take a break, breathe. Just be a little failure for a while. I've had to do it many times. But leave that thing staring you in the face, calling to you to return and continue. So fellow human, there it is, the first chapter in this series on the path of personal power. We're only getting started. Look forward to more, and uh, let's become more powerful together, shall we? I share these tools out of gratitude for you guys. I'm so grateful for everyone who listens to this podcast, and I want to make more powerful people. So where else would I start than the people listening to me? 
right? I hope you will apply these tools. And remember that no matter how simple and pointless and weird they seem, trust me, they are tools of power. So look forward to the next one, fellow human. And if you'd like to lend me a little bit of your personal power in the form of financial support, I would dearly appreciate it. Please head over to higherideas.net. And right at the top bar of that site, there's a little orange rectangle Patreon link, which will take you to the support funds, which supports this entire thing over here. Um, I do very much appreciate anything anyone can give. In that same breath, gracias, gracias, thank you very much to my patrons, without whom I wouldn't be here talking to you today. So as powerful as I may be, we all need somebody for something. And that is definitely something I've been needing you guys for. Thank you to those who've been contributing. You guys, you know, you're my heroes. You're making this possible. And while you're there, of course, you could find the rest of the episodes for this podcast at that same site, higherideas.net. I invite you to explore that content. See how far I've gone myself. Go back and listen to the first episode where I was just starting to really attack personal power without knowing it. Listen to my voice back then, how small and lost and doubtful I was. And listen to my voice now, sharing with you secrets of personal power. So that's it for this one, fellow human. Till next time, keep thinking.